My name is India Riddell from Rudder Media here at Galveston A&M, and welcome to this episode of Your Professor. This is the show that gives students a look into who our professors really are, as well as getting a sneak peek into the world of our professors. We will discuss their class expectations, as well as take a deep dive into their personal Waitman Professor profiles. Today's very special guest is Professor Aronson. Welcome, Aronson. Thank you. All right, the first question is, can you give me a brief summary of what department you are in and the courses you are in charge of? Sure. I'm in the Department of Foundational Sciences, which encompasses math, physics, and chemistry. I specifically teach chemistry, and mainly uh, the courses that I teach are chemistry for engineers, which is mainly a freshman course for general engineering. And I've taught organic chemistry one here, as well as a uh, fourth level uh, course in uh, polymer chemistry. All right, thank you. So let's jump into who Professor Aronson really is. <laughs> Will you describe to me what you were like as a college student? That's a good question. You know, it's been a long time. Uh, I certainly uh, was an um, active student. I was uh, academically in both chemistry and music. I was a music major, a trumpet performance major. I had a lot of uh, uh, not just performing, but, uh, you know, uh, roles in terms of the music department. And um, I was very active in chemistry and in, in, the, in the research, so I kind of had two different roles. I was a math minor. Uh, I, was, I played lacrosse on the lacrosse team, uh, a lot of intramural basketball, and um, tried to be really active in community service as well. So I, I guess I would characterize myself as a really active student. Um, and I met my wife in college, so I was also obviously active uh, <laughs> in terms of meeting people as well. But uh, I really uh, look back with a lot of fondness about college. Oh, that's awesome. That's really good to hear. So what made you decide to become a professor? Well, um, actually, I would say that the first uh, way that that was implanted into my head was probably by my father because he was a professor. And uh, actually, all uh, of his children, my two sisters, are also professors. So maybe that's a trend. But uh, I guess, um, really, it, it really is probably like a lot about the first question. I really just enjoyed college so much, I think I wanted to stay. Um, and so I went to graduate school and uh, spent a long time uh, training in science. And then um, when I went to work for the government, I really missed uh, the college environment. I really missed uh, being around students that were very inquisitive, and so coming back to that, uh, I think really just made me happy. Uh, so I think everybody tries to find that, and, and I think that uh, I probably knew that at 18, but I think it took a long time to, to reach that goal. That's super cool to hear. So you spent a lot of time in university. So what is one thing that helped you get through all those years? Um, I think that the thing that probably... Uh, was the most was that I always loved learning. And so, you know, I, when I was uh, able to take more classes, uh, I always took that opportunity. I think when, uh, so that was really a theme uh, for me. I, I tried to, despite all of the pressure and despite, despite all of the, uh, the heartache and, you know, um, trying to, you know, not be fearful of failure and, and, and try to make it through uh, nights where there wasn't as much sleep. I think that in the end, I enjoyed music. I enjoyed learning uh, science. And so I tried to uh, focus more on that than I did on the actual 
uh, pain and the uphill climb of knowledge. So uh, I think that was uh, probably the, the theme that I tried to choose, but uh, it wasn't always uh, great. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think that uh, um, I've, I've I've kept that, you know, that, that uh, thirst for knowledge. And, and so I, I feel that your entire life is kind of a, again, you know, you're going uphill. Uh, I just did a different pace than you were in college where it was more forced. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Just times can get hard, but being right. optimistic and focusing on the things that you love really can help you get through it. Yeah, I think you also have to have some stress relief in terms of uh, finding a hobby and or uh, outlets, whether it's uh, sports or whether it's uh, music or whether it's um, cooking or something that you're able to focus on that that gives you joy and that you know has a little bit of stress relief in, in, in your time. So probably a key as well. All right, next we are going to jump into your class expectations. Sure. So what are the big biggest mistakes that students make in your class? I think the uh, the things that I've seen probably over my 20 years of teaching, uh, for the most part, um, I find that students are so capable and they just, they have so much talent and um, they, I, I would say time management. Uh, the consistency of which a person uh, is able to not only plan out uh, how they go about studying, but uh, being consistent about it. In other words, breaking it up into reasonable modules that you know, aren't all in the last minute. And I know that that sounds very trite, but it really is the most true because I think it's, uh, in, in terms of chemistry, it's just so difficult to learn it all at once. I can't do that. And so I think that uh, all of us, you know, sometimes uh, procrastinate a bit. And so I think that's probably the, the biggest um, impediment sometimes to, uh, to people doing well, so. All right, so if you were the student, how would you personally go about taking your course? I think that if I was a student, I would take most of the things, whether it's class notes or whether it's reviews or whether it's uh, homework, and I think what uh, I would try to do is study around that. In other words, use that as a template for study. I think most people take, uh, or most students, uh, at least when they start out, they, they try to take it literally, as in, you know, what, what they're going to be asked to do um, on an assessment is exactly what they were asked to do in homework or a worksheet. And I think what they're not doing is taking that as a template to what, what I call reverse the variables. In other words, look at it from a different angle, look at it from something that's, that's given differently, but using the same concept. And using that as, again, the, the stair step to, to mastering the subject rather than taking it literally. And I think that uh, that probably comes more with maturity as you go through college that you realize, oh, yeah, they're probably not going to ask you the same thing. Uh, because they, but uh, I think certainly doing an, um, enough uh, in terms of science, doing enough problems to kind of get uh, experience with the particular subject is, is obviously important as well. So. Mm -hmm. so Bring it to your classroom. What are some of your classroom pet peeves? You know, I, I've enjoyed greatly being in the classroom, so it's there's not that many. Um, I think that um, I, I've always had a um, – I, I was always a, a person that spoke up in class. So I think it's always challenging for anybody to see somebody that's different than them. And so sometimes um, – I think when I started out teaching, I – 
picks people out of class, and I would try to to draw them out myself rather than letting it happen naturally. And I think that um, as the teacher and the student become maybe uh, better acquainted uh, um, intellectually on the same wavelength, they tend to feel better about you know going back and, and forth in repartee, at least in public. So I think that um, breaking down that barrier can be challenging for some people that are a little bit res uh, sorry reticent to to speak up in class. And so I think um, I think the other thing, uh, India, is probably that uh, people that are reticent to make a mistake. I think a lot of a lot of um, students are they want to be perfect. And uh, I think I don't think in any way that I was ever perfect, and I certainly don't think uh, in any of the things that I tried. But uh, I certainly was open to getting better, and I think that was probably what uh, drove me. And I think that uh, hopefully that is what they kind of pick up in my class is that you know that you make a mistake and that oh so the concept is a little different than I thought, and I'm able to incorporate that. Yeah, I really like that how you try to form that relationship with your students so that they feel more comfortable about speaking up. Like sure. they could, if they do make a mistake, then it's not the end of the world. And you're there yeah. for them. Absolutely. I think that uh, especially at a, uh, a smaller personal school like Tamug, I think that uh, we would all agree that, you know, we're here for the student. And so I think that uh, the, the tutoring and the, um, the office hours and everything that's in, entailed in, in teaching here, I think is a, both an enjoyable experience and hopefully uh, the students take advantage of it because it's a great opportunity to have such an intimate environment. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're going to move on to our next section, and this is the Rate My Professor website, your profile. So you have a 1.6 out of 5 overall quality based on 53 ratings. Wow. Yeah, and a 4.5 out of 5 difficulty. Hmm. All right, so um, I actually have printed out a few of your comments that have been left, and don't worry, nothing is insanely scary. <laughs> this is just, you may, you do have a, you have some poor reviews, but sure. this is your chance to bring your voice to the side and okay. of the Rate My Professor and give a little bit of background. So if you could just read me the quality and difficulty rating and then the comments. Sure. You, oh, you want me to read it? Okay. Yes, sir. Be happy to. Professor Aronson is a great person and uplifting, funny personality. However, the course workload was unnecessary heavy with many uh, what they call Alex or the uh, homework mm -hmm. program per, uh, assigned per week. Be ready to study on your own for a lot of time. He curves his exams, which is extremely helpful. If you put in the work, you can get an A, but don't forget about the other classes. Probably talking to me <laughs> more than the, uh, the other students. Uh, did you want me to comment on that? Yes. Uh, you know, I, I think as a preface to uh, anything like Rate Your Professor, uh, I must admit it's really humbling. It's really humbling and difficult always to hear about yourself. Mm -hmm. And as such, um, I will admit to you that uh, I usually have, uh, in, in terms of the comments that are given on the school forms and also on Rate Your Professor, I usually have my wife read them first and uh, kind of summarize them and then give them to me because it is difficult to take. Even when they're positive, I'm, I'm actually a person that... Uh, doesn't take compliments very well. Mm -hmm. And so um, I've always been a person who took negative things, uh, I think, easier than I did positive things. But um, this had both of them. This had kind of, um, <clears throat> this particular person thought that overall the course that they learned uh, quite a bit, it, it sounded like to me, uh, but that they, they felt that there was a lot of work associated. 
And uh, one of the things that, um, you know, has, has come about in this age of, of pushing towards more electronic format has been the um, challenge to balance uh, how much uh, a student is assigned outside of class relative to the, uh, the in-class time. And I think that um, many of us uh, have probably erred on the side of thinking that more drill, more, more time that uh, is spent with the subject is better. And so I think that you know, if you extrapolate that, you go to infinity. But I think that um, one of the things that I've had to do is step back even from you know, maybe this semester that this person was commenting about and uh, kind of back down and you know, go down to maybe a, a more bare bones approach to, uh, to re requirements outside of class because it is so many hours. So I think that there's a lot of validity to this person's uh, comments. And uh, I'm glad that he says that you can actually uh, get mm -hmm. an A, which is, which is absolutely true. Uh, but I do think that um, learning chemistry and in, 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 in the particular course of engineering, um, it's really a course uh, that has one semester covering two. And so because of that compacted, uh, accelerated schedule, it can be really challenging to get all of those concepts in for both professor and student. That would be my comment about that uh, <laughs> particular one, which was really good, the student comment. All right, so here is the next comment. Okay. Professor Aronson's class is hard, but it is not possible to achieve a good grade. I, I, I guess I'm, said, guess I'm, I'm sure it says impossible. I'm sure that's what they're... Uh, most, <laughs> most expected an easy A, but when faced with a challenge, did little to nothing, uh, did little to nothing but complain. Oh, that's interesting. Professor makes you work hard for a grade you want, and hands down, uh, sorry, and hands down, this was easily the hardest class I've taken so far. Make sure to study hard and know the material at hand. Um, yeah, I think that <clears throat> this is also um, both humbling and also probably true. Um, I think that uh, this student is very insightful and also, I think, um, realized that there was a challenge, I think, both to the subject matter uh, to the teacher and also to the student. So mm -hmm. it, it was, I think the, the, the subject matter itself is challenging. And I think that, um, it, I think it, it is possible. Uh, I, I'm not sure if he, he meant not, he or yeah, she I meant mean, not or, or possible. possible. But yeah, I think it's possible. Uh, but I think that, um, you know, what we're, what we're both working for, uh, the, the teacher and the student, I think in, in, my classes certainly are, is towards mastery. We're, we're trying mm -hmm. to get uh, the concepts across that, that the person would master it. And again, you know, I think that um, it, it, is, it is a challenge. There's no doubt about it. And uh, I'm willing to face that in, in uh, certainly in chemistry. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So very valid uh, points and, and uh, I think, you know, very insightful by another Tamog student. And especially since they said this is the hardest um, class I've taken thus far, you are saying that this is a freshman course, yeah. so they haven't faced a lot. And this could be sure. one of their first big, larger difficulties within college, and they can they can grow from this class. Well, yeah, I think as, you know, you're, you're um, a science student, and I think that one of the things that's really challenging is when uh, science and math, uh, or, or multiple science uh, subjects, and or science and math come together. And I think in chemistry, for the first time, some of them, some of the students are seeing that chemistry and math come together and are both being used simultaneously, and that can be really challenging uh, because they have kind of concentrated on one or the other. 
right, awesome. Okay, and this is the last comment. Yeah. And don't forget to read the quality and difficulty too. Oh, I'm sorry. Quality 3.0, difficulty 3.0. Uh, I guess that's on a five. Oh, yes, out of five. Five pointers, yes. Uh, honesty, I was told his class is super hard to pass. This is true to an extent as the class average was 54%. I honestly think that the best way to pass is by reading and practicing the textbook questions. Also, don't spend too much time on the assignments as they aren't closely related to tests and quizzes. Well, I would certainly hope <clears throat> that that is not uh, absolutely true. Um, I think that uh, the uh, we try to poignantly, uh, uh, I would say, uh, adjust the homework so that it, it is um, conceptually consistent. Um, I think that the mode sometimes in homework and, and sometimes on the actual test assessment are different. Uh, they can be you know, multiple choice versus long answer or short answer and so forth. But uh, hopefully the, the concepts are, are similar. So that would be an amiss on my part if I did not communicate that uh, very well, which is possible uh, because certainly I'm not uh, the best teacher. But, um, but, but I do try, to, at least I try to be consistent about that. Um, I think the average, um, you know, the class average is always um, challenging also to try to, to get a hold of because um, I think many people take that to heart, uh, maybe from their previous uh, academic performances uh, in, in classes, such that they think that, uh, you know, I have to get 90% on, uh, on an exam to be able to get a certain grade. Uh, but I think that um, in college, uh, most of us look at some sort of relative uh, answers that, or relative scale that the, uh, the students are at. And so I try to look at how the students did as a whole uh, especially when I have uh, large classes because it's a lot easier statistically to, to correlate that. So uh, I'm not as concerned about that, but what I am concerned about is students getting better over the term. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because I think that as they get to know your style, as they get to know more about the subject, hopefully there's an improvement there. And so uh, I always take great heart when somebody gets, or when the class gets better as, as the mm -hmm. term gets uh, along. Well, that's super good to hear. Um, well, thank you so much for your time, Professor Aronson. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Sure, I did. I did, absolutely. And uh, I think this is a really positive thing for, for TAMUG, and I think that uh, almost all of the faculty and staff would enjoy sitting down with you and uh, talking about the challenges and the, the great benefits from being here. Well, thank you. This podcast is meant to be a bridge between students and professors. So thank you for participating and thank you for listening. This is your professor.